All right. We're back on the air again. Chad said we'd be back this week, and we're here. But Chad went and played hooky on us. Is not here. But I've got Dawn with me today, and you're with the Palmetto Real Estate Pros today. And we're going to be talking about wholesaling and options, the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. And there is a lot of it to cover. You right, Dawn? I have to completely agree with you. Good morning, Yes, um, Chad's hooky is my benefit. <laughs> <laughs> so you get to be here with us today, but you'll be back next week. I will, I will. And uh, we'll be talking about, um, we're talking about wholesaling a little bit today, and we're preparing maybe a workshop. A uh, workshop. So actually, and that's really great, I, I love that you mentioned that. Not only do we have our monthly investors workshops, but we're actually going to have, uh, and those are on the web because of Zoom, but now that the pandemic is starting to lift, we're going to be doing some in-person workshops and um, a whole array of not just wholesale deals, but Larry, you 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 know exactly what's going to be going on at <laughs> well, these workshops. The, the first one we're going to do is wholesale, and the simply because um, we see a lot of things happening. We're going to talk about today about wholesaling a little bit that bother me, um, that the, the way people have, I guess they watch too much HGTV and think it's just a snap of the fingers. I don't even think that HGTV has the wholesale episode, but we should pitch that. Yeah, <laughs> but um, it's, it's not illegal, uh, but some people get on the verge of being illegal and they could oh, some be, people are straight up illegal, yeah, fraud. They yeah. could be fined and in some cases even serve some jail time. So we're going to be talking about that today. So if you got a friend or somebody that's interested, get them to the radio or our website. And um, we'll be going to be talking about that. First off, though, I want to mention something that um, just kind of came to my mind as I was driving in this morning. Um, the moratorium on rent and mortgage payments or whatever ends tomorrow. Uh, our president at the moment wants to continue it. But uh, in thinking with this, how this hurts so many, I mean, it may help those people that aren't paying. And right now the pandemic has gone down. There's jobs out there galore. People can work and they don't need to be still not working uh, unless there's some real reason. And what's happening, we got people that own properties that are renting. And let's just pretend that the rent right now is $800 a month. And they got a moratorium. They can't evict people, can't do all this. In 10 months, that's $8,000. That's a small amount, but it's a huge amount for these owners that still have to pay their mortgage. You know, and you you brought up some interesting points um, that the moratorium is about to expire and the Supreme Court has ruled against mm -hmm. extending it. So that's really great. Um, most of the property owners and rentals are actually mom and pop businesses. They Correct. are your next door neighbor. They're not the big, you know, corporate people in New York. They are people that, you know, have some investment properties and this is what they're using for their retirement or their income. And the fact that it kind of came out really late in, in, um, the descriptions of this moratorium that you can't evict a person. It's actually a farce. You can't evict a person for not paying rent, but you could evict a person if they were breaking the lease in any other way. To breaking the law. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Uh, or, you know, they, they're not allowed to have pets and they've got pets. They're not allowed to sublease and they're subleasing, things right. like that, right? But a lot of, uh, a lot of the 
uh, landlords and property owners didn't know that. All they knew was you couldn't evict a person and it's caused so much undue hardship in the housing industry. And this moratorium is about to uh, run out tomorrow. But if the tenant isn't paying rent, how is the landlord paying rent without draining their own account unless they are able to defer their loan in... Um, Which is another disaster in the making as well. Correct, correct. Did you know... Uh, okay, so not did you know. Because <laughs> I don't know this to be a f true, but what I've heard is uh, there are some people that are have the, a mortgage that's in deferral right now and they're looking to sell their house and they have it under contract, and the lender has come back to the sellers and said, we see that your loan right now is in deferment, so you can't actually close on your house until you make up the payments that you have missed, even though these payments are at the back of the loan. And so until these people make up these payments, the buyers aren't able to actually buy the house and close on the loan. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah, they, the, it puts them in an upside-down position sometimes. And we're already seeing in our office, and you may be aware, Don, that Chad and I are getting inundated with banks already about going to do values of houses and start traveling around and helping the banks dispose of some of these properties. Uh, we got one yesterday that... Um, I just didn't have time to go look at it, and they want it done today. I, I'm just not going to make it. I get those it. all the time. You know, they want it done in, in 36 hours. I'm, yeah. like, I'm sorry, I've got appointments for the next 24. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's not like I sleep all day and just wait on that. Right. But uh, this is a situation that some some owners have found themselves in, and I'm wondering what helped them and our government. We're wanting to help the people renting, but what about the owners of that property they're renting from, nothing was done to really facilitate well, them except postpone their payment should they be able to do that. But that just adds more interest in payment and time to them. So I have to disagree with you that nothing was done. There was a lot of money in the CARES Act that was actually uh, supposed to be distributed to help mortgage owners and landlords pay or was supposed to pay them for any rents that they were not accepting but again it was the way it was rolled out a lot of people that you know mom and pop people didn't know how don't to know apply how for to it. it don't know how to it, access didn't even hear about it yeah so it, there was money a, allowed but you know and it's and and of course if you look at it statistically it's not enough uh, so there's other ways to handle stuff and our when the government gets involved what program have they ever done that was really really successful Social Security? No, they robbed Social <laughs> Security, too, a number of years ago. No, the baby boomers did that. <laughs> yeah. They, but the, it's, um, you know, we in real estate, we have to use what we call trust accounts, right? Yes. And if something is given to us by an owner, we have to hold it, and we can't spend it for anything unless the owner tells us to. But our government kind of tells us fibs at times. We're going to collect this money, and we're going to do X with it. And all of a sudden, we learn through filters that they didn't do X, but they're doing Y and Z and Q, taking our money and using it illegally in, in one sense. 
I don't know. So <laughs> I'll need some more specifics for that. Well, I well, can't, can't. Social I, Security is one of them that they they took. But yeah. we here's a good one. We had a penny tax for our roads. Where's the penny tax? If you go investigate, they've used some of that money for things other than our roads. Yeah, that's so true. it because they're legislators, they get to do that, I guess. But um, anyhow, we want to talk about wholesaling today. Yes. And um, we. Um, Wholesaling, uh, let me see a simple way to explain it, is um, if you go to the grocery store and buy from the grocery store, you're not just buying from the grocery store. A wholesaler had to get that product there for them to sell. So that's what we'll be talking about on the other side of the commercial. Stay in. Coming back live and in person, we were just getting started on wholesaling a little bit, and I was just speaking of uh, wholesale. Uh, wholesale is done from time beginning, I guess. That there's there's a farmer that grows the corn, and then they give it to somebody to get it to the market, and that person is the wholesaler, and he sells it to make a profit and gives the owner some money. It's kind of the middleman. Yeah, and it's... Uh, it's um, not illegal or immoral. It when helps. you're talking about, especially real estate, it's not illegal to no. be a wholesaler in real estate. No, it's not. It's just what we're seeing today, and I'll, I'll give some examples, and you can too. Um, there's so much out there today with real estate and so many gurus, if you will, that are online doing different things, telling people how they can get rich quick, uh, all of those gimmicks that that's what they are. They're selling either a workshop or their time or their paper or something. And um, wholesale typically works with what's called an option agreement. And an option agreement is a one-way agreement. The person that... It's a contract. Yeah, it's a contract or paperwork or whatever you want to call it. But the owner of the property gets an option from what they think is a buyer. And it may or may not be because that option only means the buyer can say, I decided I don't want it. The owner is obligated until that option agreement expires to sell it to that one person. They can't go around them. So let's think about somebody who has been living in a house and um, they're renting the house. And the owner of the house says, you know what? I'll give you first right of refusal. If you choose to buy this house, you can have first right of refusal. And they put it all into a contract. And uh, sorry, I've got people talking in the background. They put it all into a contract. And the person who's living in the house has the option to buy the house or not. But if he chooses to buy the house, then um, the landlord has to sell it to them. If they choose not to buy the house, then, you know, the landlord cannot pursue them or sue them to buy the house because they were given the option to buy the house. And that's pretty much how option agreements work, but you don't actually have to be living in the house to have no, the No, you don't have to live in the house, and uh, and you don't have to give a lot of money to get an option. It's whatever you and, you know, whatever For you— For the earnest the, money, down, down payment. You yeah, mean. yeah, I mean, it's whatever you and the owner agree to. 
And in some cases, people agree to nothing. So Love and affection. Yeah, love and affection. <laughs> but um, the, the problem that we see is happening now. There's people out there that will go get what's called an option with an owner, and they'll say, give me 45, 60 days to close. And immediately they go shopping to find another investor or a buyer that will try to buy that property from them to give them a profit. The middle middleman. The middle middleman. And that comes close to being illegal in some ways. So I'll give an example of this. I, When I take an option on a property, I am very, very transparent with the owner of the property that, hey, I'm not buying the property myself, but I work with a lot of investors, so I'm going to go find somebody who's going to come in and pay you cash for this property. I'm very honest about it and up front. And I will have other wholesalers call me asking to buy the property. And when I say, can you provide proof of funds or are you a wholesaler? They'll say, no, 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 I'm a cash buyer. I say, great, I need proof of funds. Multiple times I've gone ahead and written a contract for them to buy it. But when it comes down to them providing me proof of funds, they absolutely can't do it because they're a wholesaler. And then I see the property that I have the option for advertised through them online. Hey, I've got this assignable contract. Correct. So that's one example. I've also had people who are taking it and wholesaling it and providing me with a forged proof of funds letter. And I know enough, I've seen enough of, you know, actual proof of funds letters to know a forgery when I see one. So I call a phone number or I Google the name of whatever you know, hard money lender they're talking about, and it's completely fictional. And, you know, these are people who, that's fraud. That's fraud. That's correct. And, and the reason we're talking about this really for the public to beware who they're dealing with. I'm, I'm sure everybody's gotten letters in the mail, uh, postcard, I will buy your house at such and such an address. Call me immediately, cash offer. Uh, some of those are legit, some of them are not. So you just have to be careful who you're dealing with. Make sure that they do have the funds to buy if they're going to buy it. If it's a wholesaler, you might want to just question them a little bit about, okay, you're going to go find somebody. How do I trust you know this is going to get done? Um, but what happens and the reason the real estate industry is opposed to some of this is because it's almost like practicing real estate without a license. So they're concerned that people are going out and saying, I'll sell your house for you. Just let me get an option. And they're acting like a real estate company or a realtor, and they are not. And that could be a violation of the law in South Carolina, at least. Uh, especially uh, when you go out shopping it and trying to get paid something, and they think you're their realtor representing their best interest and you're not representing their best interest. Well, I'll, I'll give you another example of an option uh, situation that I had. I know of a wholesaler that is out of state and he had an option to buy a house here in Columbia, assigned this option to somebody else who went and he's one of those gurus, right? Went and found one of the people that he's been teaching about, you know, buying and selling, um, buying investment properties this person, the third person now in this line, bought this investment property. The wholesaler that was out of state advertised the property, and this is according to you know tax records. It's a three-bedroom, one-bath. The uh, person who 
provided the workshop to the guy who ended up buying it, said, oh, yeah, it's a great investment. Here's the ARV, the after repair value in this neighborhood. So the person bought this house sight unseen, never saw the neighborhood, never did an inspection. Sure enough, it's not a three-bedroom, one-bath. <laughs> it's a two-bedroom, one-bath. And um, there's no recourse. There's no recourse for the person who sold it to them because they're not licensed. There's no recourse for the uh, investment, quote-unquote, guru who talked this other, his student, into buying this property because he's teaching them bad habits. And um, and now I'm working with the person, I'm a real estate agent, by the way, people. I'm a licensed <laughs> broker here in South Carolina. And I'm working with the person who bought this property and, you know, trying to advise them don't sink money into, you know, a sinking ship. You haven't seen the house and you haven't seen the neighborhoods. No. <laughs> and I have. Yeah. And, and, um, yeah. It, and, and it's not just this one case. It's happening no. pretty regular. Yeah. Is someone on the phone for us? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's... Uh, let's uh let's, let's go, to, go, go to the caller and we'll get back to erica yeah erica when we come back for our next break hello Hi. hey hey larry this is kenny how you doing kenny york kenny. yes sir <laughs> oh my gosh we're just talking about you a minute ago i, I hope your ears weren't burning uh, well i see how they were but i didn't hear it <laughs> right. folks this is kenny he's our one of our air conditioning experts, and I think he's going to be beating Dawn today about this house that you were just talking about. Correct, correct. Yeah, the one that wasn't didn't have an inspection done on it, and the word just came back that the HVAC is not working and will likely have to be replaced, including the ductwork. Oh, Kenny, you got work, it sounds like. Kenny's, yes, our, uh, Kenny's our go-to person's second opinion that we can rely and count on. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so <laughs> so. I, I'm looking forward to meeting you guys later on. All right. Well, she she will be there if I'm not. Um, my my plate is absolutely packed today, but uh, okay. I may come well, by. How's the AC working at your house? Oh boy, I'm, we're happy. It's a hundred degrees outside and seventy two <laughs> inside. Kenny, do you have any uh, tips for helping people's AC continue working in this hot weather? Uh, the best advice I can get is have it service at least twice a year. Have it, have it clean good because if you can't breathe, you can't cool. Well, one of the yeah. things I, I'm going to toot your horn a little bit here for you. Kenny has done okay. some work for us, and when he comes over to service your unit, he takes it apart and makes sure everything is not just one thing not clicking in there. He makes sure it's all clicking. He's an artist yeah. of the HVAC. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, you, you have to tear it all apart and you find out, make sure you're not missing anything. And I'm a, actually a repairman. I, I, there's a lot of sales guys out there nowadays that want to upgrade you and that. But, yeah, I'm a rocket to the wheels fall off. If you if we can get make it work, let's make it work. So, right. That's why we called you to come look at this yeah, one. So, <laughs> uh, we're, we're trying to get him to be uh, on our website here and put his name down on the list of preferred uh, service people. Yeah. So, folks, if you're looking for somebody... Give him your phone number real quick while you're on the air here, Kenny. Uh, it's Kenny with Climate Control Masters. My number is 803-317-5809. 317-5809. Yes, sir. Uh, all right. I appreciate you, bud. Thanks. Okay, calling. take care, Larry. Talk to you guys later. Yeah, all see right. you in a few minutes. All right. All right. So we, um, Erica was here with us a moment ago, but I ran her off, so I'm going to apologize to her on the air and 
maybe she'll call us back in a few minutes, but uh, her time is valuable too. But we were just uh, kind of talking about your deal. Right. And here's one of the things that has come up when Kenny just, I guess he called to say, I'm coming to see you. Yeah. Well, uh, Kenny, he's a, he's a great guy. Yes. So um, this, this house that the wholesaler, out-of-state wholesaler, uh, talked another out-of-state investment guru uh, into uh, suggesting that this guru's student buy it. Uh, doesn't have the three bedrooms. It has two bedrooms. There wasn't an inspection done. It was bought sight unseen. And the after repair value, now that's another thing because it says that the ARVs in this neighborhood should be about one hundred and fifty to $200,000, which is a big spread, right? Uh, and if you look at the surrounding neighborhoods, that's true. But don't go buying property sight unseen. Have somebody, if you can't be there in person, have somebody go do a video walkthrough with you so you can look at the neighborhood. Because when I went and looked at this neighborhood, I mean, they're trash all up and down the street. Um, while the houses in the surrounding neighborhoods have growing values, this particular neighborhood, I, I mean, that houses you did... You actually ran some numbers for it, Larry, and I think you came in that these houses should be selling for about $50,000. Yes, and what, what the problem is, in a lot of these neighborhoods today, especially older neighborhoods, two blocks over could be a lot more valuable than where this house is sitting today. And that's the problem, yep. yep. So we'll be back after the break. Coming back, the music is dying down, and you guys get to be entertained by Don and Larry today. And if you need to get on our website, tell them how they can get to our website. Oh, it's so simple. It is palmettorealestatepros.com. And on there, you're going to find uh, all of our trusted sources for real estate needs, uh, pest control, uh, lending. You'll see Erica West. We hope she calls back. <laughs> um, and uh, we're going to be talking about our upcoming uh, webinars, investor webinars. And then also we're going to be talking about the upcoming in-person live seminar where we'll be discussing how to be successful in wholesale deals and yeah. option agreements. And, and how you can become a Palmetto Pro how you can become a real estate pro that's right yeah so uh but that's an all-day affair and we'll be getting some more information out to you on where it's going to be when it's going to be unfortunately there will be a small charge to be there because we got to be there all day and we're going to have a nice notebook everything prepared with all the steps to really be successful and do wholesaling correctly and, and and it's going to be at a hotel and you know in a conference room or something like that and so yeah yeah so it it'll be an all day affair and um, I think uh, it'll be something that's different than anybody else does and there'll be plenty of entertainment. Uh, I'm going to be dressed up as a clown <laughs> as a mime. I'm going to be miming <laughs> no. stuck in a box. So uh, anyhow, we were talking about some of the the, the bad things that happens. <clears throat> One of the things that um, I was just telling Dawn, when I'm doing a wholesale deal, and usually I'll try to buy it, you know, right? Because right. Uh, as as an engineer, I like to buy them 
think about how I can make it prettier and better and rebuild it a little bit and then put it on the market and sell it. And so a lot of times I'll ask the owners, uh, do you care how much I make? And, of course, they'll say, well, if you get it off my hands, I just don't care. <laughs> but I say, well, if I make uh, $10,000, are you going to be upset? And they'll usually say, no, that's good for you. I say, well, if I make 100000 will you be upset? And then I got a strange look. And I said, well, I tell you what, if I make 100000 I'll take you out to dinner. <laughs> so, but um, I, as I was telling Dawn, I like when we get through with the deal that the people feel good about dealing with me. And the people that work with me, Dawn, and the agents that we have, we always want people to feel they haven't been taken advantage of but they've been helped by us, whether it's a wholesale deal outside of the real estate buying and selling or if it's in a real estate transaction with licensed people. So uh, you want to leave people feeling good about who you are. And, and that's the problem that we're seeing in the industry right now. There's some people that are only thinking about self and what gets them money and not the end result of repeat business and word of mouth. And um, so some of the things that we're seeing by different investors are the same contracts. So they've been somewhere. Oh, yeah. Those, those, the investors, the middle people, wholesale dealers that straight up lied to me about being the cash investors. Uh, and I was requiring $1,000 earnest money for these contracts with an actual closing date. And these people are not only not, able to provide the funds for the earnest money or for closing, but they also sent me identical contracts. So that told me, and they're also from the same area. So that told me that somebody is out there teaching them to lie to people, to scam people. And, uh, and it's, you know, so far below the line of, of it's fraud. I mean, basically they're teaching people to, you know, how to fraud real estate owners. Yeah. And, and just, if you're a, selling your home right now make sure if you're dealing with a real estate owner or a buyer that they are legitimate uh, a lot of these folks will tell you i'll give you the earnest money uh once the contract is approved and gone to the attorney i don't like that give me the earnest money if we can't deal i'll, I'll give it back i'll give you the earnest money after the inspection or i've actually yeah. even seen people saying nope no earnest money at all we can cancel this contract for any reason you know these aren't people that are actually interested in buying your home yeah and um, when they tell me that i said well here's a good reason i'm not accepting your offer so we we go around and around with these things but it has become a word that people use casually now wholesale and i can't tell you the number of people that come across my interstate internet that say i want a wholesale deal right so let's think about what wholesale deal is that the common thing. I believe they believe it's a repossessed property that's going to be sold at a discount. Or even it's just a really great property that's going to be sold uh, at, at a, a discount. discount. Yeah. yeah. And they want to buy it that they can sell it to someone else. There's nothing wrong with that in theory at all. Uh, it's just the people that you're dealing with make sure – that they have the wherewithal to purchase that property. And if they're going to sell it to someone else, they're truthful with you. And you know, as an owner of that property, 
how long it's going to take. And when people say 45 or 60 days and it's a wholesale deal, they're going to be shopping your property and acting like a realtor. Well, and also, if you are interested in learning how to do this properly, so you can actually make a good living at it and um, be above the line and help people you know, that's what we're going to be talking about in the workshop. In fact, our last investor seminar, we had a whole, uh, in, in what's today, July, in June, our June investor <laughs> seminar, um, we, that was what our entire conversation was, was how to wholesale properly. And, and yeah, and there yeah, are some, with integrity. Some good, there are some good teachers out yeah, there. Yeah, there are. There's some great teachers yeah, out and, there. Yeah, um, and I've learned, I'll go to workshops myself occasionally. And the reason I go is because every time I go, if I just pick up one little tidbit, one little thing that adds to my background, it's a good thing and it's worth knowing. So if you pick up one little thing here, one little thing there, all of it together accumulates to making a good living. You just have to be careful with uh, who, who you're learning from. I kind of equate it with watching the cooking network if you watch the cooking shows there are some people that are teaching you bad habits like let's cut a bunch of chicken and then cut our fresh vegetables without actually washing your cutting board in between you know like we're not going to teach you bad habits we're going to teach you good habits how to be successful in this without hurting people without um jeopardizing your own self you know potentially getting sued we're going to teach you how not to do those things we're going to teach you the good ways well don that you mentioned that uh i think you did that on purpose because every one of our workshops is the recipe in correct it's recipe in wholesaling retail uh recipes it's uh recipes of contract how to buy a house for a dollar yeah so we <laughs> and that's real you yeah. can actually did you know that you can actually buy a house for a dollar did you know that people will actually give you the money to buy their to take their house from you i've been paid several yeah. times to take their house but also uh out there in in the land of the governments the governments repossessed homes and sell them um VA, FHA, but also people that do not pay their taxes or something. They'll levy and take their homes and they'll sell them. So all of that is part of the wholesaling thing that we teach. And we start from the very beginning, uh, like pencil, paper. Bring a notebook. Bring a notebook, get a camera, do certain, get your stuff together and come up with a plan before you start going out looking at houses. So we're going to tell you all the ingredients that you will need including talking points when you uh, do you get to the point where you're talking with people about owning their home and helping them uh, we're going to give you the talking points that will help you be successful in that transaction that's the objections Make, make make the seller comfortable and know that you are a trained professional and you're not actually going to hurt them in the process of it all. Correct. So we're, and we're even going to put in the back of this book a bunch of definitions and terms of real estate. So if somebody says something, you don't have to act ignorant. You can go look it up and know what they're talking about. This is your, of course, on your phone conversation, or you could take pictures and, and <laughs> yeah. keep it on your phone. So you're like, wait a second, let me, I know let what that Let me means. look that up. <laughs> Give me a moment. <laughs> But um, it'll unilateral. <laughs> yeah. So we'll we'll be talking from the beginning all the way through 
we may even, depending on the time and where we're at, um, get somebody on the phone that's got a house for sale and talk to them live and let you guys hear us talk to somebody about their house. Or Exactly, or somebody that we've worked with, and, and they can also go through the process and how it felt like a good, safe experience. Yeah, so we, we're not going to make it dry and just boring to you. It'll be fun. You'll enjoy it, and you will learn how to do it correctly and feel good about yourself and have the people you're dealing with feel good about you as well. So um, we think we do a good job. I haven't done one in several years, and the reason I hadn't done it is because Don hadn't made me do it. So oh, you know. <laughs> it's your fault, Don. It's, it's always my fault. <laughs> um, but I think Dawn is... I'd like to blame the national deficit on myself, too. <laughs> but I think she... But I can't. <laughs> she came in, and I don't think you'd done a wholesale before. No, I um, investor seminars had been on my scale of things that I wanted to do. I used to do home buyer workshops, and I've transferred into the investor seminars. And we were having them live and in person before the pandemic, uh, but not at this level. You know, we would do, you know, one topic for a few minutes, you know, once a month. Um, but this is an incredibly different thing because we're going to be going from A to B really how if if you want to learn how to be successful in wholesaling and in, in dealing in tax properties, in identifying properties uh, in the different ways of wholesaling, because it's not just how to buy properties for a dollar. It's not just being a middleman. It's actually going in the formula for fix and flips and how not to end up bankrupt afterwards. It's the formula for buying, uh, taking projects, uh, properties subject to the owners still maintaining their existing financing. And you just take over those payments in a legal way that the banks actually know about and support um, all of these different ways of being successful in real estate investment to help you grow and expand your portfolio. And those are the things that we're going to be talking about in our live and in-person workshop. And we'll talk a little bit more about it right on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. All right, we're coming back. Last week this time, Chad thought he was leaving, and he didn't, and we're back again, but we didn't say we're leaving. We're going to hang in here with you until the show is over today. Maybe and, even uh, a little bit longer, but I don't know if they'll keep us on air. Yeah, well. Um, <laughs> it's a pirate takeover, yeah, pirate radio guard. But, but Chad may or may not be here next week, but I know Dawn will be. I will be. And she will be talking about our investor. Next week I'm going to wear my bells. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to be talking about the following Wednesday's right, meeting. right. As we're talking about investment and whatnot here. Correct, correct. So uh, once a month we do do our um, – uh, real estate exchange investors webinars. They were seminars, but then pandemic hit. So now we do these online. They are free. You just have to let us know that you're interested in attending and we'll send you a Zoom link. And they're really interesting and informative. And we go over a lot of different things, certainly far more in detail than we do on the radio show sometimes. We they, have can more ask, time they can ask questions. They can ask questions. They can um, have comments. Uh, it, we provide it's very visual. You know, we've got our storyboards going on with um, different 
contract examples and uh, experiences from actual in-depth deals that we've done and the uh, visuals to back it up with so you can take notes and actually, you know, ask us to send you a sample contract or a sample this or a sample advertisement or something like that. Um, so they're a lot more in detail than they are than we are really able to do on the radio show here. Yeah, we can't show you anything on radio. <laughs> Just talk. We can paint paint pictures in your mind. Yeah. <laughs> and plus, you get to see Dawn in person. On, yeah, on and, and and Larry and Chad too. <laughs> so, but anyhow, uh, join us. Um, the second Wednesday, second Wednesday of uh, every month from 6.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Time. The great thing about these Zoom links is it doesn't matter where you are in the country. We've got people in Alaska that tune in. We've got people in Ohio that tune in, uh, places in the Midwest that tune in for these events, and, and that's really great. Yeah, and uh, we, uh, I like it because we get to talk back and forth, and we say something. They can, now, you can call the radio station here. What's the number Please here? 803-77-TALK. That's the Groucho Deli hotline at 803-778-255. In fact, if you have any questions about any of the things or even comments, uh, call in and, and let us know. Give, give us a call right now at 779-TALK-8255. So we'll be glad to discuss what we can while the time is left with us. But we do want people to participate and, and remember uh, – Real estate is one of those things that it's not going away. Right. There's always going to be a need. Just like oil. It's, yeah. it's not going away. Just like cars. It's not going away anytime soon. Yeah, it, and it's a great investment. And the way I got into it was for retirement. You know, um, it's interesting that you brought up investment because uh, the government is trying to change the 1035 exchange, um, uh, tax exchange, to pay for the new infrastructure deal. And uh, I want you all to know the National Association of Realtors, they are going to bat for real estate investors. They are going to bat for property owners. Um, They they do a lot of lobbying. And, you know, I I belong to the National Association of Realtors as a realtor myself, as a licensed agent. And um, and I just want to shout out some kudos to them for really uh, trying to do a lot for us property owners. So now the government is trying to cap the 1030, 1031 exchange, actually, not 1035, Correct. 1031 exchange at a half a million dollar cap. That's that's the maximum they're going to let you uh, write off an exchange, which actually harms a lot of neighborhoods uh, because oftentimes they go in, they revitalize neighborhoods, and it costs more than half a million dollars to revitalize a neighborhood. Um, you know, they might... Uh, trade in two duplexes for an eight-unit uh, apartment complex, and that eight-unit co- apartment complex would cost more. You know, it, it's an exchange. You exchange one like type of property for another, and the NAR is fighting against that. Like, there are other way. I am all about supporting infrastructure. I'm all about figuring out ways to pay for it, but not at real estate owners um not at not at their not at their demise no and it's it's like a lot of things the property owners get to pay all the bills for everybody yeah and yeah. That's, it's property just, taxes we already pay for schools yeah cool yeah Hospitals. the lottery is supposed to pay for schools but i'm pretty sure it's not 
like you know the 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 state lotteries that was how it was billed like we're gonna don't uh, invest all of these mo- all the money that you spend on lottery tickets in schools but it doesn't show up and we know that because teachers are underpaid and schools are overpopulated and um and so that never, never have enough supplies never have enough supplies right so all of that happens but Here's a good thing on our show. I think on the twentieth of next month. Oh yeah, yeah. No, actually, it's uh, the thirteenth. Is it the thirteenth? On the thirteenth, uh, Representative Joe Wilson is going to be on talking with us about real estate and the different legislature that that uh, is being affected. Real estate is being affected affected by uh, things that we can vote on, things that we can call our representatives and Congress people to say yay or nay, you support or not. You're going to be talking with us a little bit more about the moratorium on evictions and how that um, moving forward. And this is about two weeks away, what we're going to be seeing there. I'm wondering if um, because of the moratorium, we're going to be seeing a lot more tent cities, a lot more homeless people. It's it's coming. It and is. Um, also, we've got um, the week after you talking about the, the um, uh, Realtors Association. We got a spokesperson oh, coming on right. the show. Uh, from the president of the Central Carolina Realtors, isn't it? Yes, he'll be here uh, talking to us some of the things that are going on and probably talking about uh, stuff that our uh, House of Representatives, the Senate, the Department of Justice, all the things that they've kind of agreed to do and now we're backing out of. Right. So we won't get ahead of that game. But we'll let him discuss some of the things that are happening that happen in the background that nobody hears about until law or something changes, then everybody's shocked. Right, right, right. And the NAR is on the forefront front fighting for people who are buying houses. Yes. Yeah, and this, this directly affects people who are buying houses, too. I'll just put Correct. that little carrot so out we, there. So we sometimes don't think of that, but like I say— home ownership is the dream of america and it would be our dream that everybody owned their own home uh now there's some people that don't like that idea because it takes work and homes take upkeep and some people would rather say i'd rather somebody else cut my grass i mean that's okay that's what <laughs> that's hoas okay. are for yeah <laughs> so that's all okay. own a townhouse or an hoa yep. but real estate is what makes the country run in any kind of form that you can think of it. Uh, Chad mentioned that last week. Everything in America boils down to everybody has to have real estate for something. Correct. Uh, Correct. We need it for roads. We need it for hospitals. We need it for schools. Gas stations. Farming. Government buildings. Home buildings. Yeah. Yeah. So Even if you live in a camper, you need real estate. (laughs) So um, it's kind of one of those things that as i was saying earlier i got into retirement because i didn't want to trust social security to pay me and i started investing in real estate that as time went somebody else paid for my house and now i reap the benefits of renting it to them and taking care of it so if you're looking for a good retirement system great way to grow your portfolio and let somebody else pay for it you know and i want to actually talk about that because we talked about the uh, tent cities that could be coming and this eviction on moratoriums there are going to be a lot of homeless people and a lot of people looking for another place to live and i want to um 
just let people know if you are a person that has a house that's going to be coming up for rent, do be aware that there are a lot of scammers out there. Um, a lot of times people who mom and pop landlords who get scammed get scammed because they don't have professional representation through a property management company who are vetting the people who are moving in, who know to ask the right questions. Where have you lived before? Do you have a job? Can you prove income? Where are the phone numbers? We need to talk to those people and, and vet them. I can't tell you how many people have called me about selling a rental property they have because somebody moved in there, uh, stopped paying rent and trashed the place. And it all could have been avoided had they been vetted properly. So it's really, it's a peace of mind thing. Um, we collect, we being, you know, property management, collect the rent and deposit it in the property owner's accounts. Uh, if they don't pay, they don't stay. I mean, it's kind of a, a no, I don't want to use the term, you know, BS. But no. Plus, we yeah. do inspections right. every so often. Yeah, exactly. They go in and inspect the house and, and know how to construct a contract, a lease agreement to, um, to protect the property owner so that, you know, on this memorandum, if they weren't paying rent, well, you know, there are a lot of other things that could have been listed on that lease that could have gotten somebody out um, that don't include not being, you know, not paying rent. That's correct. So, we, we've um, been doing it for a number of years. Um, that's one of the classes we teach, rental, mm -hmm. um, recipes for renting. <laughs> so, right, right. So we, we recipes for owner financing. Yeah. yeah. So we, we've done a lot of different workshops, but uh, the one coming up will be on wholesaling, and we will give you proper instructions. And uh, the um, if you just follow the recipe, and that's things the live and in-person event. Yeah. yeah, and so things come out good. But if you bake a cake and you don't mix it right, what happens? It's You it's, know, baking is science. Yes. And there's one way to be successful and a lot of ways to fail. Right. And that's so what we'll be teaching you. Become one of the Palmetto Real Estate Pros. Hey, tune in on Fridays from 9 to 10 a.m. And we'll be here next week talking to you more. Thanks so much.